You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You've now tuned in to the Drawing Board Podcast, a powerful, thought-provoking discussion where we talk about family, relationships, ministry, community, and career. Let's see what exciting guests we have on our show today. Great evening to the Drawing Board Nation. This is your host and founder, Andre Ebron of the Drawing Board, the book, uh, the Drawing Board podcast, and the Drawing Board experience. Like every night, oh, clap it up. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise the Lord. Listen, tonight is extra special. Tonight is, um, I'm telling you all, I have some of my family up here. Uh, and I call them my family because they are my C-Prep family. They are my cornerstone, uh, Cathedral of Praise International family. We go back decades. So uh, I always bring you quality guests that have quality information, and their life is proof positive of the message that they're sharing. And tonight is no different. Tonight I have Dr. Juan Williams to hear, here in the show. How you doing, brother? Hey, blessed beyond measure, bro. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely, man. And while we're on the introductions, just also want to acknowledge that your beautiful wife, uh, Ms. Demita Williams, is here tonight. Yeah, so glad to see is here. All right. The Bible says, He that findeth the wife findeth a good thing, thing and obtaineth favor from the Lord. Amen. So I know everything we're getting ready to talk about has some of that saucy favor on it tonight. You already know. Absolutely. So <laughs> let me let the people know tonight about, uh, man, who you are. So Dr. Juan Williams is the son of Amber Williams and Leon Williams. Juan is a 1999 alumni of Cornerstone Christian College Preparatory School, as well as a 2001 and 2013 alumni of Chosen Christian Beauty and Barber College. Let's pause for a second. We got to take time, and I just want to. I know you can, man. We're going to honor the apostle, Apostle Dr. Oscar J. Dowdell Underwood, Jr., uh, the headmaster, the founder of Cornerstone Christian College Preparatory School, the pastor and apostle of Cathedral of Praise International, uh, who is who has shaped the world through sending his sons and daughters out. And we are the product uh, of Cornerstone Prep School. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, shout out to you, Apostle. We love you, sir. And we're able to do what we're doing today. You prophesied this. Amen. You said that we would end up uh, impacting the world for the cause of Christ, that we would shape communities, uh, that we would come together when we're off in our separate professions, and that we will we would unite uh, because we are possible. So, hey, just wanted to say to you, Apostle, thank you for your labor of love and your sacrifice, which affords us the opportunity to be here. Yes, sir. So all the way from Fort Wayne, Indiana. <clears throat> yes, sir. Into now the neck of the woods, the D. The D. Man, let me tell you, man. So, um, Juan, man, you have, uh, I, we were just talking, and I was saying, man, how literally like 24 years ago, we were in, uh, before the games, before we played basketball. Yeah. Man, you were fading me up and giving me the swirl, <laughs> man. So, yeah, let's, t- let's talk about it, man. Your time in Fort Wayne and as a barber. Oh, yeah. So, uh, man, roughly those times, man, I think we had to be maybe, man, I know I had to be probably 13, 14 years old, uh, 12 years old. I know I got started cutting. So, wow, time flies uh, uh, amazingly fast, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so... I do remember those times, man, even skipping class sometimes trying to, you know, get people to come into the the boys' locker room and cut their hair in between during the lunch period or 
Absolutely. you know, carrying on, you know, things like that of that nature. Uh, wow, man, just to look back and to see the growth and how me deciding to take this path in the beauty and barber industry um, has led me to, you know, to, to come about doing some pretty iconic stuff. You have all for the glory of God. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so it says, man, that your purpose, his purpose is being fulfilled using your gifts to help people look and feel their best, which empowers them to be their best. Dr. Williams is known and respected as one of Fort Wayne's premier barbers. I can attest to that. <laughs> Absolutely. For years. With over 25 years of experience, Juan is one of, is one of the greatest to have ever done it. In the Milky Way galaxy, okay? All right. That covers a large area, doesn't it? It does, it does. Yes, sir. Yes, Yes, sir. sir. And so, man, you have started this organization, uh, WeFam Inc. Mm -hmm. And, man, you are, I I got a chance to watch, I want to say it was with the back to school because you're also the owner of Architects, right? Correct, that's correct. And so Architects is is the best barbershop. In Fort Wayne, Indiana. If you're getting your hair cut somewhere else, all due respect. This is my homeboy. This is my family. Uh, he is the best to have done it. Uh, I'm watching some of your barbers come up, and I'm watching them post even their own pictures. Oh, yeah. And watching the progression and the direction of, like, where they started oh, to, yeah. you know, the, the, the successes and the details, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And so, man, I watch one thing that's big for me is the blend, you know? Oh, yeah. So that blend is tight. But... We Fam Inc., man, I see you with multiple partnerships. Uh, mm-hmm. But talk to me, man, about the man behind the mission, the man behind the message. Like, what made you want to begin this organization? Well, you know, from the starting point of me cutting hair at 12 years old and, you know, trying to figure out which direction I wanted to take in life, um, I knew that I had a God-given ability to be able to cut hair. Like, at that young of an age, I... My dad did keep me in the barbershop a lot, so every week I would go get my hair cut, and I appreciate that dad as well. That kept my self-esteem built uh, extremely high. But one thing led to another, um, and upon graduation, it was really a time to think about what it is, what it was that I wanted to do. And shouts out to uh, Dr. Link, Dr. Teresa Link at uh, Recalibrated Christian Barber College in Fort Wayne, Indiana, because um, at the time it wasn't a barber college in Fort Wayne, so... I wanted to be able to, uh, you know, get licensed professionally to cut hair. And Indianapolis was the only place that kind of uh, that that really had that type of program where I can get license license in the state of Indiana. So she pressed hard as my sophomore, junior, senior year in high school to get all the credentials that she needed so that she could be able to open up Fort Wayne's first barber college. And when she did that, I was ecstatic. I was I was extremely happy about that, and I was able to sign up uh, with her and and be part of her first class back in in 2000 after my my graduation. So long story short, uh, I made a few decisions in my life that didn't turn out to be uh, to have some of the greatest outcomes that I was expecting. And it led me to a place of uh, solitude. Yeah, I was uh, incarcerated for very close to uh, 10 years for a crime that I had committed. And during that time, uh, I found myself cutting hair a lot. I had got into the barbershop because of my experience already and and, and, and my certifications that I had uh, prior to being incarcerated. So once the compound uh, found out about my skills, they were 
you know, they were really pressing for me to get in the barbershop. So long story short, after the time, uh, when, when the time came, I was in the barbershop cutting hair and I was able to hone my skills day in and day out. And I, I really loved it. It was three different shifts that you could work in the barbershop world. You was only supposed to work one. Um, I became the number one barber and found myself cutting hair all three shifts. So mm. morning, afternoon and evening, I was I was in there cutting hair, um, honing my skills. And. Wow, I'm. I mean, fast forward that that part 10 years later, I mean, the type of service that I was providing for those type of individuals that. It, it, it kind of kept them calm. It kept people where they normally wanted to act out in other different situations. When they looked at themselves in the mirror, they had more of a confidence, even though we were in what I would like to say one of the worst of two places that you could be, either dead or in jail. Right. You know, we were actually living in jail, and it was hard. But people were able to keep themselves and keep their motivation up, and it, 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 made, me feel, it, it made me feel like I had a sense of freedom. Every single time I picked up them clippers inside prison, it made it made it made me feel like what I was actually living and experiencing. Like it took my mind away from that. I knew physically that I was still there, but mentally I was able to carry myself off into another world that that couldn't particularly be be locked down. Yeah. So what I love about what you're sharing, man, is that no matter where you are, that your gift will cause you to rise to the ranks. Absolutely. I'm sitting here, man. Of course, all of my. All of my my biblical background, my mm-hmm. foundation is screaming out the story of Joseph. Right? Absolutely, and I was so, about to tap yeah, into that. Yeah. Yes, sir. And so no matter where he was, as long as he kept the right attitude, absolutely, and allowed God to work through his gifts, it caused him to rise to the ranks. And absolutely. So, uh, even uh, your gift, man, caused you to bless those who had made not necessarily the best decisions, mm-hmm. but when they got a chance to come to your chair, their 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 human their humanity, their humanness, mm-hmm. their being, their purpose. Mm-hmm was made alive in that chair. I like to say it like this, man, and this is where, and you can call me funny acting right me, it's okay, <laughs> is that everybody can't cut my hair, right? right. Because everybody can't touch my head. Right. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just big on that, you mm-hmm. know? And so when you get a barber who has a sense of purpose such as yourself um, and the barbers who, you know, are working within your program and they decide to partner with WeFam Inc. and changing the lives and narratives of people uh, some may have been dejected, rejected. Some just need a better opportunity. Some may not have the means. But if you are partnering with this organization, you're part of a greater mission mm-hmm. of not just cutting hair, but also lifting the spirits and the minds of those who you in- encounter. Exactly. Yeah. And being a barber, a beautician, a taker, esthetician, mm-hmm. you, most of us have that spirit of serving you know, to be able to to, to do that because everybody, like you say, just can't, you know, touch everybody. Yeah. But I want to touch back on uh, what Joseph, what you said about Joseph, because um, I, I do see myself uh, it, similarly as Joseph uh, was uh, depicted in the Bible. Right. So I know Joseph had his brothers kind of put him into a situation. What I'm really saying is that everything that happens in your life, regardless if you think it to be uh, not good or a negative, uh, it, it it all works together for the good. Oh, yeah. It says that all things work together for the good. So even the negative situation that you think that you're experiencing is really something that's leading towards your good. So Joseph had his brothers to throw him in the pit to get him started on the path of his destiny. But a lot of times, for everybody out there listening, Radio Land, we do that to ourselves. Nevertheless, 
all of it still works together for the good. So no matter what situation it is that you may be going through, regardless of how you see it, you need to see it through the eyes of God and know that all things are working together for your good. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What did Joseph tell his brothers? He said, though you intended evil, evil. against me, God mm-hmm. has worked it for my good. Here's the part that I love it to save mm-hmm. much alive. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah, man. And you are. Uh, I saw. Uh, like the back to school, like I was telling you. Mm-hmm. And, man, they were shouting out the barbers. And the only thing I heard was architects, 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 architects. architects. Yes, what barbershop are you from? I'm from architects, yes, right? Yes, sir. And, man, to see uh, you operating in the capacity of a mentor where you literally are cultivating the potential of new leaders, right? Yeah. So we're called to lead leaders, right? Absolutely. And, man, to see you doing that. So now, man, break it down for me. I know you talked about self-esteem mm-hmm. and how while you find yourself incarcerated, how when you touch those clippers, it brought a sense of freedom mm-hmm. because you were able to help people see themselves better. And I dare to say to see themselves as God sees them, right? Absolutely. So if you look your best, you feel your best, you act your best. Talk to me about uh, your methodology behind uh, WeFam Inc. And what is the methodology behind it? So our methodology, uh, PPFF, Project Protocol Potential First. Uh, Potential First. Let me see what it says. Oh, yeah. Says. Go uh, Yeah, I've messed it up every time. Okay. Project Potential Focus First. So this is a method that was established by uh, Dr. Underwood, uh, Oscar J. Underwood. Um, he uses... Dr. Abraham Maslow's hierarchy, hierarchy of needs theory uh, when he's explaining uh, this this new protocol. Um, Dr. Abraham Maslow was a scientist in the 19, uh, a psychologist back in the 1940s, I want to say 1943, 48 era. But he had this, he had depicted a hierarchy of needs in the form of a triangle with uh, your basic human needs at the bottom and the more... Um, Self like self actualization, more that placed at the top. So what he was saying, what Dr. Maslow was saying, is once you have at least eighty percent of this bottom level uh, secure, then you're advanced enough to move to the second level, which is safety. And then eighty percent to a hundred percent of that, you're able to move up to the next one, which is love and self esteem. So basically, once you cover these lower four tiers, then you're able to actually enter a realm what they call self actualization. Right. So that was his theory for the longest time. Um, Dr. Underwood, like I say, he uses that when explaining this new methodology, which instead of starting first with your physiological needs, he's saying to start first with your purpose. Um, starting first with your purpose will then, by default, allow the self-esteem, love, and safety and other physiological needs to come into your life. And he has used that and practiced that um, with students since 1978. Yep, he's uh, the first Indiana Black Teacher of the Year, 1977. Of course, you know that already. And his theory seems to work correct. And I know that firsthand because it has happened with me. Absolutely. Um, You know the history of me growing up through Cornerstone, the bad decisions I made, and the outcome now of what you're seeing through WeFam, through Architects, um, Prophetic Aesthetics, and and everything else that I put my hands on is because of the primary focus of purpose. Figure out what your purpose is. is, Everyone has a purpose. You wouldn't have breath in your body right now listening to me talk if there wasn't purpose for your life. Because once your purpose is over with, then you're dead. So the fact that you're waking up every single day and and have breath in your body lets you know that there's still something that needs to be done. And believe it or not, me and you both can cut hair. 
I'm not going to be able to cut hair the way that you cut hair, and you're not going to be able to cut hair the way that I cut hair. So even if it's something that you're doing that reminds you of something else that somebody else is doing, nobody can do that thing like you. Absolutely. So I don't know what it is about, like, your lineup, the way you line. You, <laughs> you know, you line a specific way. Yes, sir. It, it is true. And if you're in Fort Wayne, and I'm talking about from personal experience, just bringing that differentiating factor, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're in Fort Wayne and if Juan cuts your hair, people will know mm-hmm. from looking at your haircut that Juan, oh, Juan cut your hair? Mm-hmm. Oh, Juan's your barber? Like, yo, no people, no people <laughs> right. know that. and. When you talk about that differentiating differentiating factor and when you talk about Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs and how uh, Apostle Underwood, Dr. Underwood has reversed it or flipped it mm-hmm. to make purpose more essential mm-hmm. than basic needs. Because if you're wandering without purpose, there is no connection. Exactly. If you're wandering without purpose, uh, you become involved in relationships that don't reflect your potential or your future. Mm-hmm. If you're not walking in purpose, then it's hard to be able uh, – you'll find yourself conforming to images mm-hmm. of someone else because you haven't learned to first identify with yourself. Exactly. So here's a great question that I have for you, Juan, okay. is how does one begin to connect with purpose uh, by engaging WeFam Inc.? Like, how do you unlock that? You have a quote here in your literature. You say, a hundred out of a hundred people have purpose, dreams, and untapped potential. So let's just say I'm first engaging uh, as a client. Like, how do you begin to reveal to me, like, my purpose if I come lacking purpose. Well, well, God definitely has to tell you your purpose and okay. you can express some things to me and to barbers. One thing about uh, barbers and beauticians, uh, we're, we have been for centuries cornerstones of communities. So we see people, believe it or not, more than pastors do and probably more than doctors do. Oh, I believe it. So with, with that collaboration and, and, and that, uh, that, gumbo of so many different people, you meet people from all walks of life. So if I'm engaging with someone in my chair, one, because I'm touching you or cutting your hair, I already know that I have some, uh, uh, that you're willing to trust me in some type of way. So once we do that and we break through that barrier and we're able to find out different forms of, uh, or areas of interest, then I'm able to connect that person with someone else that's already practicing or is well experienced in that field to that person. And they're able to take them under their wings and kind of show them things that they normally wouldn't see to see if that is the area that they do want to focus on. You know, so that's one good method that we do um, as far as trying to help people realize some strong areas about themselves that they not may, that they may not have realized that they had. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that the barbershop is the cornerstone of the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you talk about cornerstones of the community, um, no pun intended, but when you talk about pillars of the community, mm-hmm. uh, you're talking about like your church, you're talking about your, your local stores, you're mm-hmm. talking about, uh, your barbershops, your beauty shops, mm-hmm. those things that, uh, people revolve their life around, right? Mm-hmm. And no matter what it is, no matter how much money someone has or doesn't have, they want to look presentable. Uh, absolutely. And, uh, through WeFam Inc.'s voucher program, uh, we are able to provide 
I said, we, I'm in this thing. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, but, uh, but through your program, uh, you're able to provide opportunities for those who may not have it. Exactly. And you're also able to, uh, allow people what I believe, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but what I believe, it gives them an opportunity to participate in the spiritual principle mm-hmm. of giving. Absolutely. And so when you are able to give, you are guaranteed a harvest. That is a principle that heaven and earth could fade away, mm-hmm. that, you know, as long as uh, summer and winter, cold and hot, there's going to be seed, time, and harvest. Mm-hmm. And so, like, uh, some people call it philanthropy. Some people call it tithe and offering. Mm-hmm. Some people call it, yo, I just got to, you know, give back to my community. But this voucher program literally allows a customer to come in. Well, before I talk about like walk me through it, man. Walk walk me through it, bro. Like how do how do you, I how do we get involved? How are the vouchers distributed? How do we become community partners? Like right. take me from start to finish, all right? Well before I do that, Andre, let me uh let me plant some more foundation for you with uh with the organization, how the organization got established. So like you say with over my my twenty five plus years of, of haircutting experience, um professionally I ran into problems regularly okay. that were kind of hitting me financially. And I was trying to figure out, like, what is going on. And what it came down to was I was cutting a lot of people hair that were unemployed, that had managed to get a job interview and had an interview set up later on in the week. But, of course, since they were unemployed, they didn't have any funds. So okay. if they didn't have any funds, they couldn't get the haircut. So they would come to me and say, hey, Juan, I got an interview on Thursday. I ain't got no money, man, but I think I could really get this job. But I can't go in there looking like this. You know, he got the shabby beard and, you know, hair that's thrown all around everywhere. So me being a barber and, you know, that that's my passion. So when I see somebody who needs a haircut, it's like I'm looking at him like, ooh, we, I wish I can get a hold of this head. Like, you know, I w- always want to rectify the problem because – it's a problem for me. And right. if people can direct their anger, what makes them mad into something positive, then they could probably find the same success with whatever it is that, that they're going through. But hold on, wait, unpack that for a second. <laughs> let's, let's, un- let's, un- let's unpack that. Right. Because okay. I-, I connected to what you're saying, but for those who are listening, uh, let's unpack that for a second. So you seeing uh, someone without a haircut is a problem for you. It's problematic. Right? Exactly. And you have been gifted. You had a natural gift. Mm-hmm. Then you pursued the technical expertise exactly. to fix that problem. Exactly. And then that you being able to fix that problem or bring a solution, unlocked the, uh, a portion of your purpose, mm-hmm. has led to programming, mm-hmm. and then God will supply and meet the needs. But talk to me about it. So everybody has this. Everybody <laughs> knows that guy, right? You've seen it on Barbershop the movie. Yeah. My man like, yo, Cal, <laughs> let me get that cup, bro. And I don't take off yeah, right enough. Right. <laughs> Because, yeah. but in this case, you don't have to run. Exactly, you can actually run to the shop. You can mm-hmm. run to We Fam Inc. You can run to. I feel like saying you can run to the Rock, right? Oh yeah, you know. But you can run because you have the technical expertise, the willingness, and the resource. Mm-hmm. It's a one-stop shop for Absolutely. those who may not be able to take it to be able to provide financially. But they can you figured out a program that it blesses the barber and the customer. Oh, talk, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go back to the guy with the uh, that came in for the haircut, the okay. guys that were coming in. So at the end of the week, I basically would notice that my pockets are a little bit shorter than what I was accustomed to. Mm-hmm. And 
because of my heart, I did not want someone to come in and ask me for a haircut, trying to better themselves, trying to get a job so that they can better themselves and take care of their family and uh, be a contribution to their community. Why would something that I love doing, why would I not give that to them so that they would be able to do that? So like I say, at the end of the week, I still would notice that my pockets came up a little short. So I was like, wow, if there's a problem, then that only means that the truth has been kind of manipulated a little bit. So there is a solution within this problem. I just have to be able to see what it is. So WeFam came about because of that type of problem with me wanting to keep me wanting to keep my heart pure and to be able to help these people, but still wanting wanting to be able to take care of my family and and, and provide for them as well. So after uh, years of research, maybe about five years of research, um, I was finally able to understand the nonprofit uh, language, the nonprofit world, the the five hundred one c three terminologies, um, and after I was able to get gather all that information and and transform that into knowledge, um, what you're seeing now is two years worth of wisdom that's that's come that has come out of that. So a total of seven years now, I've been working on WeFam, and um, it's been quite a journey. It's been really quite a journey trying to express and meet the right people to let them know the uh, the idea that I was trying to get out of my head. Of course, you know, you have the naysayers and the doubters, but similar to an airplane, I believe pressure is what takes you to your next level. So if you ever studied an airplane and how the bigger and the bigger it is, the faster it needs to go. But as fast as it needs to go is equivalent to how much pressure is coming against it. So what it does is 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 uses that pressure to help lift it up, mm-hmm. and it gets on another another plane uh, field, a plateau almost, and it uses more pressure to help it go until it reaches the altitude and the destination that where it needs to go to. So. Wow. You sound like you wanted to preach right there <laughs> no, for a minute. No, I'm not going to do it. No, no, listen. No, I, I was waiting. I said he going in. Listen, that, so if you want to read yeah. a good book that actually talks about that principle, uh, it's a book by Dr. Bill Winston called The the Law of Confession. And so it talks about the law of lift, the law of drag. Mm-hmm. And so literally that pressure is there not to depress you, but it is to lift you Absolutely. if you know how to propel yourself moving forward. Absolutely. So I saw you picked up the pace. There's so many things that I want to unpack in that statement, man, mm-hmm. uh, is that a lot of times because a lot of people who want to give back to the community had the same problem that you spoke of mm-hmm. so it is how do I I have this passion and I, I feel called and led of God to do this right mm-hmm. but I also have to be able to sustain and take care of my family exactly so I don't want to be in a job that doesn't fulfill my purpose mm-hmm. um and have my pockets come up short, mm-hmm. but then I still want to dedicate time to the community. And, you know, listen, we must be honest. When the pockets come up short, it creates tension in places that it doesn't have to be, exactly. right? And it provide, it creates all type of stress. But now you figured out, here's what you did, though, which I love, though, mm-hmm. is you did your market research. Exactly. And so for those of you who, who are listening and you're saying, listen, I feel just like Dr. Williams you know, I have a passion in my heart. I have something I want to do for the community. My pockets are coming up a little short. Your first responsibility is to gather information. 
Mm-hmm. Convert that information into knowledge. Absolutely. Apply that knowledge so that it becomes wisdom, and then you're ready to serve someone else. Mm-hmm. Because I t- I do I say there's three kinds of people in the world: mm-hmm. those who are very passionate but not competent. Right. So they run around doing a lot, right? Doing a lot, doing a lot. Most times feeling under underappreciated and undervalued mm-hmm. because people see their passion and don't understand. Mm-hmm. Right. Then you have the extremely competent. And they about as dry as 20-day-old turkey, right? <laughs> you know, where it's like you are very a very learned person, but your competency has dulled your personality. There's no passion there, right? So you know, but the connection to that customer base is going to miss because your passion is not tangible. Exactly. And then you have the perfect blend, who I'd like to say I believe is the CEO of uh, WeFam Inc., <laughs> somebody who is – Passionate and competent, right? Yes, sir. So as we as we move forth, you have a whole methodology on how you engage people so that you're navigating them through a process. I hope those are wanting to start organizations are listening. Is that when you begin to serve people, you have to have a process. Mm-hmm. You have to have systems in order. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to uh, lead people to favorable outcomes. Exactly. So talk to me, man. You're all across the nation now, brother. Yeah, we're like, working yeah, hard. Yeah, no, you, I, I know, man. I've seen. I think you were in South Carolina. You North were North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. You were a lot of different. Where Where is WeFam Inc? How can we connect to it? Just for a minute, let's put this plug in because I know people are excited and listening. How can they get in touch with you? Okay, uh, WeFam Inc is established. Uh, well, we plan on uh, being national here within the next, you know, maybe three to five years. So, if you are interested in participating, um, we have four different sectors. Um, first, let me tell you exactly what WeFam is. WeFam is a nonprofit organization that builds self esteem through the offering of beauty and barber services to those who otherwise cannot afford it, and um, we do that so that we can inspire and motivate them to strive towards self improvement, education, and success. So through uh, an incredibly uh, impactful voucher card system, um, at-risk children, veterans, homeless, and those that are experiencing times of hardship are able to redeem free beauty and barber services at participating barbershops and beauty salons that are listed on the back of each voucher. Yep. Yeah. So explain that voucher program to me again because there are a lot of barbers right now Mm -hmm. who – are doing what you were doing. Right. Uh, Telling my man, listen, get up here first, you know, yeah. or, you know, man. Let me see if I got time yeah, let me for see if you. I got time yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, you know, come back tomorrow, you know, or, oh, man, listen, I'll be done cutting tonight at about uh, 7.15. Right. Man, listen, if you come at 7.30, bro, I'll take care of you. You yeah. know, to, and so, like, that barber how can they engage with the program so that they understand? Like, explain that voucher program. Okay, so, like I said, the voucher is to help at-risk children, veterans, homeless, and those experiencing times of hardship. Um, what we do is partner with other nonprofit organizations, um, youth centers, uh, halfway houses, work release programs. And what we do is establish through an MOU a system of distribution for the vouchers. Mm -hmm. So if you're registered at a homeless shelter or, you know, your local Boys and Girls Club, it's a staff member that is in charge of these vouchers that um, once the recipient fills out a voucher request form, they're able to then hand them a voucher. And on the back of that voucher is a list of barbershops or beauty salons that um, that we found markets for them for free. 
um, for the barbershop and beauty salons that the recipient is able to then take that voucher into those barbershops or beauty salons and turn that in for a free haircut. So it's free for the client. Right. Now, on the voucher is a voucher identifier number. So that's a very uh, vital piece of information for the grooming professional because what you're going to do is take that identifier number and type that into what we're using right now is WeFam's Cash App. Once you type that voucher number into the WeFam's Cash App, cash app we're able to send you the same funds that we raised uh, through to, to your cash app for the services that you provided for the individual for free. Okay, so A, I don't lose money. Oh, no. B, I'm able to empower someone in my community Absolutely. who may not have the funds. Mm-hmm. And so on the customer end, they get high-quality uh, service. Mm-hmm. And on the grooming professionals end, they get I, more clientele. They get more clientele mm-hmm. and compensated. Absolutely. Okay. And it gives them also an opportunity to give back. Yep, absolutely. So so 10% of the actual uh, transaction uh, be donated back to WeFam so that we can help the next child get a haircut. But the good thing about that is that uh, an accumulation of those 10% throughout the course of the year can be also used as a tax deduction. Oh, man. So So you said we're going to go ahead and help you get some money but pay your tithes. Yeah, absolutely. No, 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 that's good. But listen, yep. so what we're talking about is a dime out of every dollar yes. uh, for you to empower and impact the community. You know how you feel when you get a haircut. Mm-hmm. You feel empowered. You feel your best. Uh, you, I, They do these transformations, and I know you've done them before, oh, yeah. where a guy comes in or a young lady comes in, and a grooming professional is able to look at the contour, the shape of their head, if they're really good. Oh, yeah. And everybody who's participating. And so uh, if you need, and those who, who want these kind of services, for somebody to look at your head and tell you, no, listen, uh, you don't need a flat top. No, <laughs> right. No, no, you you don't. You, uh, no, you don't need a TWA, a teeny right. weeny app. No, what you need is a fresh fade. You yeah. know, we're going to give you a low fade, you know. But anyway, what I'm saying is, uh, these are consummate professionals, mm-hmm. uh, the best in the industry that are doing this. And so I, this is just a win for the entire community. Absolutely. This is a win for the entire and community. And so, especially for the recipient because, you know, they're able to go into these shops that they sometimes, you know, they, that they want to frequent but just don't have the funds to. Absolutely. And they're able to go into these barbershops and still keep their, their dignity and, and, and get their service and respect versus – you know, we we have great barbers with great hearts that go out actually in the streets and perform the service. But cars driving by, you know, you can clearly tell exactly what's going on. And I know I perform my best services when I'm in my environment that I have specifically set up for what it is that I do. Absolutely. So that's what I always want to be able to give to my client as well, the best possible service so that they can see themselves in the, in the best possible light. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If you can see yourself getting up and if you can see yourself moving uh, vision is uh, the catalyst Absolutely. Uh, for change. And so, yeah, I know how it is, man. When you get that fresh cut, you in the mirror, you're checking yourself out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does something for your confidence and your self-esteem. Absolutely. And so now, man, let's let's talk about, um, you know, man, I'm in education. So I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there are plenty of schools and organizations around that back-to-school time and even throughout mid-year going into the holidays. So I'm extremely sensitive, particularly like we're going into the holiday season, right? Mm -hmm. And so people are already uh, have heightened emotions, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, Some people call it seasonal mood affective disorder. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some people call it stress because of 
Um, you know, they start looking at what they can or cannot do. Mm-hmm. They start cutting back on certain things, taking certain risks financially just to try to provide what is ideal or the the narrative that has been told about these holidays. Right. And one of the things that I see is haircuts a lot of times around these seasons go neglected mm-hmm. uh, because the parent, you know, is trying to do something greater than, you know, what they feel at that moment. But I have seen uh, it's something about that smile, Juan, yeah. when somebody sits in that chair oh, yeah. and you, you know, Give them that teardrop mirror. I don't know if that's the right yeah. name for it. <laughs> that's know, what it is. That teardrop mirror. Yeah. Boy, you see yourself good. You yeah. know? And uh to watch a, a kid's whole life change. Yeah. You know, and I've heard kids in my school, after a kid come back, they say, Whoever cut your hair brought you back to, to life. life. Yeah. You know? They brought you yeah. back to life. Yeah. And man, listen, I wanted to applaud you. Uh, but man, let's get into into some of these statistics, bro, about what's happening. With the McKinney Vento Act, uh, because that's big in Detroit as well. Well, it's nationwide, oh, yeah. it's Nation, national, yeah. but you know, I know particularly because I work for DPSCB mm-hmm. that we're looking at maybe minimally thirty or more families with inside of each school uh, mm-hmm. that are homeless or qualify them for the McKinney Vento Act. Absolutely. So uh, since 1987, the federal government has been keeping up with uh, children that don't stay with their parents. So if you have a child that's living with an uncle or a friend or another family member, then they consider that child to be homeless. Right. So there are over 2.5 million cases of children right here in the United States that are experiencing uh, trauma like this. Um, you know they're 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 being bullied at school. They're at risk of of not graduating or being promoted or you know just achieving other educational related goals. And we fam, you know, we love the kids. We definitely uh, have a primary focus on them because they are the future leaders for you know the world. So we trying to take away some of the distractions at school as far as uh, bullying because. You know, if kids don't want to go to school, then, of course, they're not going to be able to turn in homework. And if you're not turning in homework, then, of course, you're not 95 percent of the time not going to pass the test. So if you're not passing the test and you're not going to graduate from high school, it's like an avalanche effect of things that could happen if you do not go to school and graduate. So we're trying to take those kids and kind of put them on a path where they actually can see themselves. I, I, I really don't like telling kids, hey, you can be this or you can be that. But every time they look at themselves in the mirror, it's, they're reminded of someone that they don't want to be like. Absolutely. So it's like we love, we want to get them in a chair. We want to get them uh, involved in, in community barbershops to know different people. Um, I know some people that may have killed each other had they not said, hey, I remember you. Yeah, I met you in the barbershop. Oh, yeah, I know you stepped on my shoe, man. Go ahead. We good. I know you all right. You know what I'm saying? It's just being able to bring people together, especially our youth, to be able to allow them to see themselves differently and, and the next the next kid as well. Yes, you, you bring up a very interesting point. And it is almost like the um, the apex, what I believe, of all educational opportunities, all, you know, community opportunities, every organization. Uh is relationship. Mm-hmm. And so it is definitely the haircutting service, 
for them to have a, a greater appearance. Mm-hmm. But I think even more profound than that, it is the relationship that is built between that barber and that that customer, that client or that child mm-hmm. that gives somebody a chance to say, hey, I see the greatness within you. Or as you say, I see your purpose. Yeah. I see your dreams. I see your potential. Mm-hmm. And if there is there's statistically, I couldn't give you the exact statistic, mm-hmm. but it says the more adults that a child has in their life that's positively influenced mm-hmm. them, the greater likelihood that they will succeed. Mm-hmm. And some of that is just would be common sense. If I have more people pouring life into me, then I have the opportunity to you know, succeed in a greater measure. Mm-hmm. But, man, you're saying here uh, with that McKinney Vento, I think that we hear numbers so often. Mm-hmm. I think we just need to, like, picture the faces that goes with that number. Mm-hmm. We're talking about 2.5 million uh, little faces. Um, you got to picture that now. You got to picture uh, Khalil. You have to picture uh, Tyrone. You have to picture Johnny. You have to picture Caleb. You have to picture Sarah. Like these are not just numbers. These are children. Mm-hmm. And so partnering with WeFam Inc. will allow you to see those faces smile again. Uh, will allow them to have an outlet within the community where they feel safe, where they feel accepted, where they feel loved, where they feel free. And so your partnership has the opportunity to change the lives of children by not just making them feel good, but to affirm within their spirit that they are good. Absolutely. Because when God made them, he looked at them and he called it good. So, yeah, yeah, we had that moment, man. Some of your partnering organizations. Yeah. Like, who who are you partnering with? Who has the honor, you know, uh, to partner and stand along with you, man, in this purpose? Yeah, we, we, we're we trying to reach, uh, of course, you know, we love the, the youth organization. So uh, immediately um, the Boys and Girls Club uh, in Fort Wayne, uh, Joe Jordan over there oh, is yeah. doing. Oh, yeah, shout uh, out to uh, Joe. Yeah, absolutely yeah. A wonderful job uh, with what he's doing with the kids and preparing them for their future. Um, we also have uh, uh, Greta McKinney at the uh, uh, Martin Luther King Montessori School. Oh yeah, yeah. Mama McKinney. Oh hey, yeah, <laughs> hey, Mama Greta. Yes. Yep. So we uh, we also have some uh, wonderful wonderful people at the YWCA that we partner with. With uh, you know they take care of uh, women and their children. Yes. And also uh, men. Um, we have the courtyard also that's on there with uh, with uh, Dr. India Stevens. Okay. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Another Stevens. another great woman. Um, you know they deal with uh, foster care people that uh, over the age of eighteen and under the age of twenty six. Okay. Um, they're able to take them in during that time period with their children to uh, you know kind of help further assist them in the goals that they're trying to achieve in life. Um, and then we also have. Um, a company called Acre okay. with uh, Stephanie Martin, um, what she's oh, doing. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, so what's crazy is, you know, Steph and I went to, we were in like kindergarten, first grade together. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I never knew that. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 She's uh, another uh, excellent woman Woman uh, that's, that's, that's helping um, convicted felons. Uh, find you know job placements. She's kind of giving them training, similar to uh what what Tony Hudson has going over at at Blue Jacket. He's um another one of our partners. Um, you know they kind of give uh on on site job training, uh, interview skills, 
um, and job placement. Uh, Tony at Blue Jacket always, uh, also uh, provides uh, clothing. Okay. So once you complete this program, you're able to get, uh, you know, two or three different suits and shirts and ties, you know, to help you go to your interviews and, 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 and while you're working. So to be able to provide, um, uh, beauty and barber services for these organizations, you know, kind of put the, 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 the cherry on top of the cake for them. Absolutely. You know? And so I love operating by that expert model of, um, collaborating mm-hmm. based upon our strengths, right? Absolutely. And, Here's what's really great about it is a lot of our organizations, even the organizations you named, uh, we end up serving the same demo, right? Right. So the young people or the the women and children that are at the YWCA may need to connect with MLK Montessori because they have children. Sure, exactly. They need that education. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, they need to connect with you all so that they're presentable, they're ready, and the more connections that they have, the greater. If the father is involved, you know, Blue Jacket is there to provide. So, like, these are – what what we call like that wraparound approach, right? Absolutely. Where uh, you all are building. Um, uh, there was an organization in Dallas called the Community Cloth. Okay. And within the Community Cloth were all of these partnering organizations mm-hmm. that if a person came in the center mm-hmm. of that organization, that whatever need that they had could be facilitated by anybody at the table. Absolutely. And so I love what you're doing, man. And um you know, I love the fact that I actually, as your brother, man, get a chance to, you know, see what God is doing in your life. Now, Absolutely. you did a 50-50 raffle, what, oh, this last yeah. Friday or something oh, yeah. like that? Okay, all right. <laughs> I love so, the 50-50 yeah, raffle. Right, so the 50-50 raffle. Talk yeah. to me about that. So the 50-50 raffle, uh, what we do, uh, we collect donations for raffle tickets throughout the course of the week. Okay. And every uh, 50-50 Friday at 7 o'clock, we do a live drawing. Um, from the infamous Barber Pole Tumblr. Okay, I, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. Listen, go to WeFam Inc. Uh, uh, on Instagram right now. You'll get a chance to see yeah. the imagery of it. Go there right now. Or we had uh, WeFam Inc. on Facebook as well. Amen. Yep. So, um, yeah, we take we collect all the raffle tickets throughout the course of the week, and we take them and we dump them into the infamous Barber Pole. And then uh, Friday at 7 o'clock, we reach in there and grab one out, and for example, if we collected a thousand dollars that week through uh, raffle ticket donations, the winner, the, the person that has the that holds the ticket that matches the one that we pull out, is able to win fifty percent of that pot, and the other fifty percent goes to the organization so that we can help children uh, through beauty and barber services build their self esteem. Yep. So last week, I think we totaled out close to 600 bucks. Okay. Yep. So that was uh, pretty good for our first uh, round. And I'm interested in seeing what happens uh, this Friday. So you don't necessarily have to be present or in Fort Wayne in order to obtain tickets. Uh, We work through the Cash App as well. Oh, no. I was was listening. Yeah. I heard you say the Cash App. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm in this Friday. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So we're able to receive donations through the Cash App. But the gravy thing about it is we're also able to pay through the Cash App as well. So Friday at 7. Uh, you take a picture of your ticket and stick it in the comments to match up with the ticket that I, that I showed, and you have your bankroll on the way. Absolutely, <laughs> especially on a Friday. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, you got some discretionary income. <laughs> Make sure now, listen, he didn't say this, and I'm not saying you have to do this, uh-huh. but you go ahead and pay your 10%. Make sure you get it back to the organization <laughs> oh, now. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, a dime on a dollar. Turn <laughs> That's it. That's all this is. All right, no, but in all seriousness, man, mm-hmm. like uh, to, to watch um, – you know, I remember growing up in Fort Wayne, mm-hmm. and sometimes when I come back home, uh, the Fort Wayne that I knew is 
a distant memory mm-hmm. uh, because of a lot of different things. You know, right. innovation, change, mm-hmm. the way the community is like on the rise. Mm-hmm. And somebody asked me a question when, we, uh, when I was home, like, what did I feel, you know, like looking at the community and sometimes how uh, we're talking about youth responsiveness and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I said, man, actually, I believe somewhere between the next five to eight years, man, that you're going to see Fort Wayne, Indiana kind of research because there is there's such a hunger and a cry for those with a pure heart to serve. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think what we're seeing, man, is so many transitions in leadership. Uh, that allows for uh, integrity to be the leader, right? Yeah, absolutely. and uh, and this is not just in Fort Wayne, but you know, major cities across. But I'm definitely, man, seeing like in the next five to eight years, uh, uh, We Fam Inc. Man being such a pillar in bringing that change uh, to the community of Fort Wayne. Absolutely, and um, you know, I like to talk straight up because. Uh, that's the only way that I know to be. Mm-hmm. And so Detroit and Fort Wayne are so, in a lot of ways, so inextricably bound that mm-hmm. uh, for the, the the fabric of Fort Wayne actually began to change when, you know, a lot of people from the D uh, who weren't, necess- you know, they were getting it how they lived. They mm-hmm. were doing, came down and kind of set up shop, you mm-hmm. know, in uh, McCormick Park Apartments where mm-hmm. my aunt lived. Uh, Eaton Green, uh, mm-hmm. you know, right there over by, by the Y. Uh, mm-hmm. And the fabric of how violence began to change Mm -hmm. Uh, and what I saw when I went back is I saw uh, the undoing of some of those things. You know, uh, some things take uh, decades to change. And so what I saw, man, and how the change was coming to the south side and people Mm -hmm. were moving out and things like that. Like, man, I was I was happy. Yeah. And uh, here's my call to, you know, uh, Fort Wayne. What you see happening in WeFam Inc., man, is is where it's at. A collaboration, connection, and uh, I was looking for another C, can't think of it, but go ahead and just <laughs> collaborate and connect uh, because lives are being changed, man. Absolutely. And uh, if you can't, you know, hear it from a young man who was getting his hair cut by Dr. Williams close to 23, 24 years ago, sneaking out of uh, recess <laughs> to go get a fresh fade and that swirl. You know about that swirl that part? Swirl. You can't I really do that it. now because I did it like a, like a not too long ago. But yeah, when I think I your, say that. Yeah, when your hair starts to do, you know, your hairline starts to do black flips, you can't do a part down, down right. the middle. You got to hit like the part on the side. Uh, or right. Something, you know? All right. When you know I, you got to start leaning forward in pictures. Right. You know? <laughs> no, but. I, I definitely, I want to give another shout out to the mayor, uh, Tom Henry uh, okay. of Fort Wayne, and um, also to my guy, Eric Headley, yes. with uh, Fort Wayne United. Yeah, um, yes, yes. Yeah, they're also doing an excellent job with the 10-point the uh, coalition that they're running in Fort Wayne to help kind of deter some of that violence and, and, and other things from the southeast side of Fort Wayne and the 46806 area code. Yeah, so big ups to them. Oh, big ups to them. And I also want to take this time now to acknowledge the power sponsors for WeFam Inc., Sweetwater, Music Instruments and Pro Audio, and Chuck and Lisa Surak. Absolutely. Um, and also want to shout out to, of course, I gave them a shout out earlier, but near and dear to my heart, uh, Ambassadors for the Kingdom of God, Apostle Dr. Oscar J. Dowdell Underwood Jr. Absolutely. with Cathedral Praise International. And here are some other supporters, uh, Community Foundation of Greater Fort Wayne, Parkview Health, and Anthony Medical Associates. So we want to make sure to shout out to our power sponsors. Uh, this would not be possible without your contributions uh, of love, without your contributions of finance and support. Absolutely. So we're closing out here soon. 
uh, if people are looking to be power sponsors, which they are, mm-hmm. if people are looking to be uh, partnering organizations, mm-hmm. which they are, if people are looking to be uh, beauty and barber um, uh, professionals that partner with uh, WeFM Inc., which they are, mm-hmm. if people are listening to me and you know, because when I called out those names of those children, there were some names that came to your head mm-hmm. right now. And you're saying that child needs to be able to engage with WeFam Inc., and you are. Uh, how can they participate in all of those things again, Juan? Um, I'll give you several forms of uh, contact information. Um, one telephone number, uh, 260-418-6528. Um, I'm always available for uh, phone conversation, um, building, um, fellowship, um, anything of that nature. Um, it, you have uh, email at wefaminc at gmail.com. And then also check out the website, and it uh, has some uh, protocols for you to follow on through the website um, at www.wefaminc.org. Okay. Yeah. So we, have, we do have several levels of involvement, like you were saying, as far as um, if you were looking for a sponsorship. Um, what we do have a couple of perks for people that do sponsor, we're able to uh, advertise their business logo on our vouchers to let um, – you know, the barbering uh, industry and beauty industry and as well as the community know their involvement and support with the organization and their care for the community. Um, we also uh, have a level for nonprofit organizations to be able to get involved um, where we can establish a system of distribution of the vouchers so that we can start providing these type of services for the people that they uh, are currently serving. And then if you're a grooming professional, a barber, beautician, nail tech, or esthetician, um, there's a process that we also go through that we can get you registered um, to be able to start processing these vouchers and accepting new clients um, and, 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 and building an honest uh, career. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I want to, Juan, because these are some of your participating barbers in Fort Wayne, mm-hmm. uh, go ahead and give them a shout out now okay. uh, and the beauty salons as well. So first, Architects Barbershop. Now, we, we, we know we know what time it is, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Jarrell's Barbershop. Did you know Jarrell's actually my cousin? Oh, man, good guy. Yeah, I'm yeah. not surprised. Yeah, man, that's my cousin yes, uh, on sir. my uh, mom's side. Okay. Yep. Shout uh, out to Jarrell. Yeah, shout out to Jarrell. Uh, Unity Barbershop. Foundation. Yes, sir. Turning Heads Barbershop. Yeah, Mike, Mike Gaston, another pioneer, all pioneers. All right. Mm-hmm. Above Average. David Turner and them. Yeah, mm-hmm. Blackbeard. Yes, sir. Magnificent Cuts, yeah. Immaculate Cuts, Agape Cuts and Styles, Precision Cuts, 2K Tight. Did I say that right? Oh, yeah. Okay, 2K yeah. Tight. Oh, Trey Kato. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, All yeah. right, yeah. Yes, Big Time Barbershop, Premium Cuts, We Got You Faded. So those are the barbershops participating. Now the beauty salons. Sensational Salon. Struttables Hair and Nails. I guess you can strut, right? Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jabby, is it Jabby? JB. JB, okay. Mm-hmm. JB's Hair Studio. Mm-hmm. Optimistic Enterprise. Another pioneer in the game, Veronica Towns. Okay. House of Beauty. House of Nico. Mm-hmm. Central Studios. Zeta's Health and Wellness Beauty 
Boutique. Zetas. Zetas. Okay. Shout out to you, Zeta. Okay, Zeta. <laughs> Shout out. All right. Zeta, I don't know what you got going on there, but it sounds like I could also, it sounds like you can cook. Like I could also get something delicious to eat from Zeta. What, well, she do the, uh, the TLC? What's that? The uh, the tea, uh, the herbal tea, and the health and wellness uh, right. products that they have. Okay. Yeah. So she has that established in her uh, beauty salon as well. Oh, she does. Yeah. I we listen. can go there and get the products and stuff. Yeah. So okay. she's she's definitely big on the the, the health. Yes, sir. Okay. I I didn't know that. So you're gonna get me together. Make sure I I shed some of these pounds. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, Rights Choice Hair Quarters, mm-hmm. Hair Rejuvenation, Restoration Clinic. And prophetic aesthetics. Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> and the owner there is none other than your missus, your bride, your queen. Yes, sir. Miss Demita Williams. Williams. <laughs> oh, yeah, shout out. <laughs> she's in the building, guys. Oh, yeah. She's, she's, to, she's to the left of the camera. She <laughs> says she doesn't want to be on camera, <laughs> but I definitely want to shout her out. So, wine man, listen, this has been uh, the manifestation of what, God was to promise uh, the work that you're doing, man, is changing lives. I continue to reiterate that. And uh, as we part, man, I just want you to join with me. Let's go ahead and spit, follow your dreams. And that'll be the last Uh, thing that we're spitting, man. Go ahead and throw it in the air. Yes, sir. Here we go. Follow Follow your your dreams. dreams. Take Take one step step at a time. time. Don't settle for less. Just continue to climb. Follow your dreams. If you stumble, don't stop. Keep Keep your your eyes on your goals. Press on to the top. For only on top can we see the whole view. Can we see what we've done and what we can do? Can we then have a vision to seek something new? Press on and follow your dreams. As I always say, Dr. Juan Williams, thank you for coming on, sir. Thank you and, for having uh, me. And I always share with the Drawing Board Nation, your future is not behind you. It is not before you. It is within you. And I'm Andre Ebron, the host of the Drawing Board Podcast.